Scripture tells us in Colossians chapter 3, if you brought your Bibles, Colossians chapter, uh, chapter 3, verse 8, and it reads, But now you must rid yourselves of all such things are these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. May the Lord bless his word this morning. While attending a marriage seminar on communication, Dan and his wife listened to the instructor declare, it is essential for husbands and wives to know the things that are important to each other. He addressed the men. For instance, he said, gentlemen, can you name your wife's favorite flower? Dan leaned over, touched his wife's arm, and gently whispered, Pillsbury all-purpose flower, my love. <laughs> the rest of the story is too unpleasant to finish. Communication is the most important skill in the world, according to the late Stephen Covey. Holy habit number five deals with effective communication, interpersonal communication. Think about it. We spend most of our lifetime communicating. Unfortunately, Many of us never go to school to learn how to communicate efficiently. Seek first to understand involves a shift in paradigm because most of us seek to be understood. We seldom listen with the intent to understand. We listen with the intent to reply. We filter what we hear through our own biases and values. In doing so, we hardly ever understand what's going on inside that other individual. Expert tells us that there are five levels of listening, five levels of listening. One, ignoring. We're in our own world, no effort, tune it off, tune it out. Highly disrespectful, I may say. Number two, we pretend to listen, we mimic, uh-huh, eh, yeah, mm-hmm. We just make sounds, and men tend to do that a lot. Just saying. <laughs> then there is selective listening. We listen to part of the conversation. The fourth one is attentive listening. We pay attention to the speaker. We can have a dialogue. We engage the person. Uh, details are shared and questions are asked. And then there's the fifth one. Empathic listening. Listening with our hearts, our ears, our whole body. 
listening because we want to understand. We show that we care for the person, we care for the conversation, we care about what they need to tell us. I'm telling you, it is the best form of listening. As we know, empathy is not the same thing as sympathy. Sympathy is having common feelings, emotions. It's a form of agreement. Then empathy is the capacity to participate in someone else's feelings and ideas. We deeply understand the person emotionally as well as intellectually. And that's why empathic listening or listening with empathy, it's so important. Some people go around giving unsolicited advice. The person hasn't even finished the conversation, and there they are telling them what to do. And the one giving the advice most times does not even know the whole story. So if you're one of those going around giving advice to everybody, stop it. Dr. Albert Morabian conducted a study years ago and concluded that communication on a face-to-face -face basis consists of three different elements. Words, what is actually said, he said it only covers 7%. Tone of voice, how we say it, how we speak the words, 38%. And then body language, that's 55%. That's why I don't like text too much. I like to see the person. Furthermore, Kobe stated that because we listen autobiographically, we tend to respond in one or four, uh, four ways. We're listening, but right away, we're evaluating. We agree or disagree. Right away, you think, I don't like the way this conversation is going. We, we begin to evaluate. Secondly, we probe. We ask questions. But those questions come from our own um, frame of reference. And then we advise, again, the counsel, based on our own experience. And the fourth one, we interpret. We try to figure people out. We explain their motives, their behavior, based on our own motives. See, this is how it happens. You are down in Publix, where shopping is a pleasure, and you see this lady look down and she found a bill, $100. If you're one that usually would take it home with you and say nothing, you're going to think right away, oh, lucky her. Look at that. Her day is made. But if you're one that if you find that you're going to go to the customer service and you're going to return it, you're going to think, oh, what a blessing. The person that lost that money is going to come back for it, and this lady will be there to give it to her. You see the difference? 
Now, for believers in Christ, the two most important types of communications are between us and God and between each other. So, vertical and horizontal. Now, as we already know, listening is fundamental. It, it, it is the most important part when it comes to communication. We hear from God through the reading of his word. Some people say, I haven't heard from God in years. Well, that tells me you haven't read the Bible in years. <laughs> Romans ten seventeen says, faith comes by hearing and the hearing by the word of God. We also hear from God through the Holy Spirit. John 14, 16. And he convicts us, and he's the one that brings us peace. That's why we, get, we need to get to know the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not just a name that is tagged after every prayer. He is a person. He is the third person of the Trinity. We need to get to know him. We communicate with God through prayer. We speak, and then we listen. I remember when I was in seminary, uh, one of my, I had two professors that were husband and wives, and they had been uh, missionaries to Zimbabwe in Africa. And we had a special class uh, with Mrs. Culver, and it was for women in ministry. And one day, you know, she would invite us to her beautiful house. You know, it was Tulsa, it was cold, and there was a fireplace and lots of food, you know, for students that's also good. And so she told us a story one day, and she said to us, if you really want to walk close to the Lord, make sure you find yourself a listening post. I said, Mrs. Culber, what is that? Could, could you unpack it a little bit more? And she says, well, when I lived in Africa, I used to see this man walk across my house every day at 6 a.m. in the morning. And one day I waited for him. I went out and I waited for him. And I said, mister, where are you headed every morning at 6 a.m.? And he said to her, I am going to my listening post. And she said, well, where is it and what is it? And he said, it's about a mile away under a tree. I go there early in the morning and I sit there with my Bible to listen to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit give me the orders for the day. She said, since then I got my own listening post. And she encouraged us to get our own listening post. For me, it's my recliner early in the morning with my little table with all my books, my Bible, and my devotional. We need to learn to listen to the Lord. We need to learn to communicate with one another. And it, his word clearly tells us how we should communicate with one another. As we read in Colossians chapter 3, verse 8, we are commanded to put away any type, any type of filthy language. We don't endure, indulge in it. We don't joke about it. You see, we need to die to the old nature and be alive to Christ.
put on Christ, as the Bible tells us. The Apostle James, as Scott read this morning, James 1.19, tells us to be quick to listen and slow to speak, slow to anger. When we communicate in anger, we lose our hearers. We do more damage than good. And above all, we fall, we fail to show God's love for that person. We fail to seek to understand. The best way to tame our tongue is to guard our hearts. Proverbs 4, 23 and 24 tells us, above all things, Guard your heart. Put away from you a deceitful mouth. See, there's a connection between the heart and the tongue. In Matthew 12, 34, we read, Out of the abundance of the heart speaks the mouth. Beloved, in order for us to be empathic listeners, to listen with our ears, our eyes, our hearts. We must fill our hearts with the word of God and the love of Christ. It's reassuring and satisfying to know that the person you're talking to it's listening to you with empathy. The individual does not have to tell you that they're listening to you. You know it. Does you feel heard, seen, loved, valued, secured? We need to be tender to one another. Jesus was a master communicator. He engaged people right where they were at. That's why the Pharisees and the Sadducees had a hard time with him. And we still have those Sadducees and Pharisees, unfortunately, around us today. But he made people feel heard and valued. A prime example of this is a conversation that he had with a woman who was an outcast. Because of her lifestyle, decisions that she had made, her ethnicity. And in John 4, we read that Jesus and the disciples were passing through Samaria. And Jesus stopped at the well, Jacob's well. It was noon. He was thirsty. But I, I believe more than that, he knew that there was going to be a mighty encounter. And so this woman comes at noon to get water. Right then and there, you know that she was rejected because usually in those days, women went to the well together. It was part of their tradition. This is what they did. Long story short, the woman had not yet discovered her divine destiny. 
because she had made some bad decisions. She had allowed her past to define her. You know, sometimes we do that. You fail in your marriage or you fail in your business or um, you failed at school and you think, well, I'm carrying that label. I'm a failure. You don't have to carry it unless you believe that. Because if you know Jesus Christ, you're not a failure. You were wonderfully made. And you have a divine destiny. And so she came and they talked. And her life was totally turned around. He was able to relate to her at a level that she understood. She had come to the well for water, and he offered her the living water. She accepted it. Her life was profoundly changed. She went from a mess to a woman with a message, a message of grace and redemption. Beloved, a spirit-filled, a spirit-led believer listens to others with empathy, just like Jesus. One who is quick to listen, slow to speak, and can show love and compassion and understanding. Then we seek to be understood. That's the other half of habit number five. And it is equally critical in reaching a win-win solution. Seeking to understand requires consideration. Seeking to be understood requires courage. Perhaps you're not used to communicating this way. Your family of origin communicated in a different way. It was always yelling and screaming or different ways. And that's the only way you know. And sometimes we use the excuse, well, this is who I am. Not true. Once we come to Jesus... We need to become like him. And it's never too late to learn a new and better way. With God's help, all things are possible. Last weekend, I had the opportunity to visit a couple I dearly love, and I hadn't seen them for maybe four or five years, and they live now in a different place and in a new house, and she was cooking dinner, and I said, my love, I'm going to go around and read your walls. And she said, so you know more about me? I said, absolutely. And so I went around the house reading the walls, and I found this poem from one of my favorite, Mother Teresa. And I'd like to share it with you. This is what she said. Spread love everywhere you go. First of all, in your house. Give love to your children, to your wife, 
to your husband, to a next-door neighbor. Let no one ever come to you without living better and happier. Be the living expression of God's kindness. Kindness in your face. Kindness in your eyes. Kindness in your smile. Kindness in your warm greeting. I cannot think of a better way for us to express kindness than to listen to one another with empathy, seeking first to understand, then to be understood. Let us pray. Father God, forgive us for the times that we have not acted like you. We wanted to be understood first than to understand. Forgive us for the so many times that you have been waiting for us at the listening post and we didn't show up. We neglected you. Forgive us as a church. Perhaps there have been times in the past that we did not make the time to seek after you with all of our heart. Forgive us as couples, as families. Husbands haven't listened, wives haven't listened. We haven't listened to our children or to our neighbor. Help us to listen with empathy. Change our hearts today. For there is a city, there is a harvest waiting for us. Help us to keep the main thing the main thing. And that is to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. May we walk in kindness. May we rid ourselves of filthy language and speech. Give us attentive listening ears to listen to you and to one another. This we pray in the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus. Amen.